Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails sent directly and anonymously sent to me, we explore experiences from everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the coworker that you think is a shy mouse and doesn't go anywhere. I could be reading from your boss who had a wicked weekend with another woman. I could even be reading from the pizza delivery boy who loves to fuck the housewives around the town. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions or you'd just like to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki and I K K Y at dearnikki.com or anonymously through the website at dearnikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram with really bad dad jokes and a sexy thought of the day at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y-1-6-2. And remember, by submitting a story and question, you certify the following is true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content, or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. Have you voted for me yet? Go to asnlifestylemagazineawards.com, click on the vote button, and vote for me for Best Adult Industry Podcast and Best Lifestyle Podcast. You can vote daily. Do you know what I could go for right now? A big, hot, steaming cup of coffee this morning. Go to fullswabshop.com forward slash in bed with Nikki for my mugs, tumblers, oh, and those shot glasses. We could all use some of those, right? Don't forget to join my patron. $5 extra a month gives you a Friday episode just as long, just as kinky. You know you want to hear what your neighbors are up to? Patron.com forward slash in bed with Nikki. I'll see you there. Want to hear me have a quickie with a woman? Join me and Lindsay over at Ye Old Crime Podcast as I try to guess what farting crackers are and beard splitter. Did I get it right? You'll have to tune in to find out. Thank you for the questions, advice. Um, remember, I'm not a doctor or any kind of, you know, letters at the end of my name. So this is unsolicited, friendly advice, I guess you could say. Dear Nikki, I bring concerning news. Penises are shrinking due to global warming. Should we be worried? Should we all be going vegan and riding bikes? Okay, this had an article attached to it, and it's by the Greta Chick. Um, that's all I'm going to say there. So riding bikes, I thought that riding bikes, well, when I was younger, was supposed to make your testicles shrink or infertile or whatever. Um, again, I'm not a PhD, whatever ologist you want to add here. But I, I, I think, I don't know what causes penises to shrink. Honestly, I don't. 
Um, but I do know that what we eat um, has been proven to um, maybe change and alter things. Um, I know some people, if they eat too much sugar and carbs, they can become depressed or other things. When they take them out, they feel better. Um, and that's just, you know, hearing experiences is not like a trial and error by me or anything. So, um, but I think to turn around penis shrinkage, wouldn't you have to know that, I mean, if you wanted your children, I mean, your penises don't grow. So, I mean, if you switch to vegan, it's not going to automatically become like nine inches. I think you're stuck with whatever you got. I, and I could be wrong, completely wrong here. Remember, I'm not an ologist thing. Um, if you want to switch and you do your own investigation and come to your own conclusion, not listening, you know, from various places and coming to your own thoughts, which is what I'm a big fan of. And you think that going vegan will in later generations, maybe improve the penis sizes of your offspring further down the line, then go for it. But again, not an ologist. Um, you can come up with your own idea here or just find another way to please your mate. <laughs> Dear Nikki, my significant other and I are moving to a new town shortly, and I want to use this as an opportunity to incentivize some adventurous behaviors in the bedroom. He agrees it's a good idea. Backstory, together 10 years, high school sweethearts, significant other is quite reserved, suspect sexual repression, and I have only got him around to using toys in the past year. He finds talking about sex awkward, though he is trying. I would love to get him to open up more and feel more comfortable expressing himself and his desires with me. So what are the things we should be adding to our list to try? Have you tried anything particularly risque that you would definitely recommend or anything you would recommend not trying? I really want us to have a female, female, male threesome, but I haven't mentioned it to him yet. Okay. The first thing I would be asking is what are the things you've what are some of the things you've tried? Are you still like in the missionary doggy style? Are you still missionary with lights off, but not lights on? You know, do you have sex during the day? You know, where, where, where's your list that you've tried? And then we can branch out from there. Uh, have I tried anything particularly risque? Uh, yes, I have. Um, there was a time I was, on the phone with somebody and he was out of country. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And, um, we, the only way we could be intimate is very rarely. So what I would do, he actually caught me, um, coming out of lunch with a friend and I was particularly, I loved when he was home for just a quickie. So I would tease him sending him back to work. So I wasn't at home, but the way the parking lot was, I was kind of parked out a little bit. Actually, no, I drove and parked away, but I was like three cars down from another vehicle. And yeah, I masturbated right there. I, we, we did end up doing it twice though. Um, there was another time he caught me after um, I went, did some laps and I was on my way home and he had a limited time. And um so I pulled over in this like strip mall. They had a second little parking lot and I masturbated there and um, we came together. Yeah. So 
there you go. That's that, that would be right up there with me trying something risque. Um, definitely recommend it. Um, yeah. Anything not recommend. I wouldn't dive in too deep. That can scare somebody. Um, you know, like if you wanted to, you know, tie him up, but, um, I'm a big fan of, you know, if you want to get him to open up, try blindfolding him. Um, if you're on that, you should be if your significant others moving in together and stuff, um, on that level. And, you know, if him letting go, he might open up to you. Does this feel good? How does this feel? What do you think when I do this? What do you think if I lick here? You know, and then as you're getting him really relaxed, that might be able to, or even flip it over and have him blindfold you and have him touch you. And maybe since you're not looking at him, he can open up or go on a car drive. And, you know, as, as I always say, they either have to talk to you or they have to tuck and roll. And if you think about it, sometimes when you go on road trips, the best conversations, the most deep conversations have on, on road trips, um, where you open up and you can tell the other person really anything. Um, it's kind of almost like a Catholic confessional. Um, you're not really looking at each other. So it's easier to the person that's driving, stay focused on the road and what's in front of them. And the other person can still talk or listen, but they're looking out the window, they're looking at the scape, you know, the landscape. And so they're taking everything you're in because, you know, like we said, they, they have, um, it's a tuck and roll thing. They either have to listen or they have to be, you know, unless you're dating like, um, uh, what are they called? Um, stunt persons. Yeah. Unless you're dating one of those, that may not be a good idea, but I don't know how many people stunt people are in the world. So, you know, I would try that. Oh, and yeah, I think the threesome is a great idea. Maybe, you know, I, I know this is simple and I've, I've said this many times, but when, next time you go out and you're drinking and maybe had a couple drinks at a bar or you're having a glass of wine at a bar with a nice meal or just listening to music or whatever, if that's your thing, you know, point out an, a nice, attractive woman and, and say, you know, I really find her, you know, she's got great legs, compliment her, just something small and then move from there and see what he says you know, and say, you know, I've always kind of had desire to really lick a pussy, but I want you there for it and see what he says. You know, it never hurts. Um, just to put it out there. Sometimes you got to rip that bandaid off. And sometimes if you do, the other water faucet will open up. And if not, it's, you know, it gives him something to think about, but always have patience. And with them, especially with big things being revealed, um, sometimes some people take, time to take things in that um, they need in their life or want in their life. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, pour yourself some Woodford with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I was on a track team throwing field events in college a couple years until school got more important. I had to spend a lot of time in the weight room. After coming off a scholarship, I had to make money for school. So I took a job at one of the big retailers. We had to carry cases of paint out after we sold it for customers. So you stayed pretty good shape from lifting them all day. That summer, some of the guys in the store knew I had been in sports and played a lot of softball. They told me they had a store team and asked me to play. They told me the team was a really big deal. I didn't believe it until the first game and probably every employee that wasn't at work was there. 
this was like a class D rec softball. If you know anything about softball, you know the skill level I'm talking about. Pretty low level. I think we won the first game pretty easy. The second game was a close against a decent team. And I came up in the bottom of the last inning, two outs, and tying and the winning runs on. Pitcher grooved me a fast pitch and I gapped it to win the game. You would have thought we'd won the World Series. The next few days at work, everyone was still talking about it. Managers coming up and saying, way to go. Now, the reason I say all this, it was like a chick magnet. Some of the hotter girls started chatting me up, eating lunch with me. I had just broken up with my girlfriend, so I had started looking. It really wasn't a big deal, but they thought it was for some odd reason. The next game, I'll be damned if it didn't happen again. I've played 20 years now, and that's the only time it's happened to me two weeks in a row. The reason I mentioned that... There was this one hot older woman who started talking to me after the softball buzz. She was in her mid-twenties, smoking hot, beautiful face, puffy, full, natural lips that looked for sucking, and biggest tits I've ever seen. She looked like a woman who was a star in Weird Science Kelly LeBrock, look her up. Every guy in the store drooled over her, but never had any luck with her. She started arranging her lunch when I would be there. I eventually asked her out. After dinner, she asked me to her place where we were getting along great. Good conversation. Started kissing, squeezing her nice big tit. We went in her bedroom. She left all the lights off, which I thought was a little odd. She took off all her clothes off and the shadows of the light from the outside. I could see the biggest set of floppy tits I'd ever seen. She was a mom and I'm sure that had little to do with her shape and the lights were out because she thought her big tits were unattractive. But I was in heaven, grabbing and squeezing and sucking and playing with them. I was ready to bust without doing anything. We finally got to fucking, and I think I lasted five minutes the first time. But I was ready to go again. We spent a couple hours off and on doing it. We started dating, and I learned this woman was a fuck machine. The first time we did it in my apartment, I had all the lights on and finally got a good look. They were big and long, floppy, jiggly, and gorgeous. When she would lay down, they would flow off to the side. And when we would fuck, they would jiggle, shake, and make you want to unload in her sweet pussy. She hadn't had sex in years, and she was wanting to make up for it. Every break I'd have during the day from school, we'd meet up and fuck. And she could really suck cock with those soft lips. We went for a year or two when I, and then I graduated and moved and we lost touch. I love these older women. First of all, mid twenties is older. Okay. When you said hot older woman, I was thinking mid thirties, early forties, but okay. We'll go with mid twenties. I'm going to say one thing though. If you think we're hot in our mid twenties, just wait until you find real older women like us in our forties. We really know how to fuck. <laughs> That's a side note. Here's the thing, exploring with that woman, knowing that she has that sex drive, letting her please you in between classes, very, very, very sexy. Exploring out those boundaries and just going with it. Have you had hot sex then? Did you stick with older women? Did you, or did you go with someone your age eventually? That's what I would like to know. Or the thought of an older woman ruin it for women your age? That's what I'd like to know. Dear Nikki, I used to visit another country for my previous job a lot, like weekly. In some of the biggest cities over there, they had peep shows. I always loved jerking off in front of a woman. So when I discovered this, this was like a dream come true. There was a lot of foreign girls working there, but one German girl was my favorite. She used to work in multiple cities. So at one point, 
I based my work agenda on which city she was performing in. She really loved to watch me come and would sit on her knees behind the glass with her tongue out, begging me to shoot my load. At one point, I got sick. I couldn't travel and for a while, and in that period, all the peep shows got closed. I still jerk off every now and then, thinking of her. See, ladies, we are in somebody's spank bank. <laughs> I guarantee each and every lady listening is in someone's spank bank at one, or even clip bank, mm, at one time or another. Just think they, I mean, think of how many men we play with, or, you know, we fantasize about in our, in our clip bank. Could you imagine? Could you imagine someone fantasizing about you? Have you ever watched a guy jerk off? It's one of the sexiest things that can be done. What if you can't see them? What if you do camp, but you know they're jerking and you just want eye contact? And when you're masturbating and he says, open your eyes for me, look at me when you come. That's one of the sexiest things I think I can hear. Open your eyes. I want to see you come. Look at me when you can come. Do you? Can you? I know when I come really hard though, sometimes I can't. But there's just something about the words, come for me, or open your eyes and come for me, that sets me off every fucking time. Dear Nikki, my soccer mom type wife and I have been married for seven years. When we took a walk on the wild side, one extremely cold January night while living in the Northeast, all three of our children were sound asleep in their rooms upstairs. Jake, the husband of the woman who worked for me at the time, had become a very close friend. His wife was out with girlfriends. I picked him up on my way home from work, and he joined us for dinner and drinks. As the night wore on and we were safely sequestered in our finished basement that served as a guest room, we started watching an X-rated video that was my wife's favorite. The video was only 30 minutes long, and the director had spent zero time with any setup or dialogue. There were dozens of people screwing, sucking, and assorted couplings in positions. We had the video set up on an endless loop because there was almost always something new to focus on. We were all sharing the covers of it on the king-sized bed with my wife between us. As a joke, she was out of the room. Jake and I removed our clothes and covered ourselves up with assorted blankets. My wife, wearing jeans and a sweater, came back into the room and hopped back into her spot. It took her a few minutes to figure out what was going on. She laughed, and I remember her saying, <laughs> You guys... While we were laughing, my wife's hand reached under the covers towards me and she began stroking my cock. Then, out of the blue, she sat up, pulled off her sweater, then her bra. She tossed them to the floor, pulled the covers from me, bent over, and started sucking my cock. My wife is one of those rare women who have claimed to sucked off every boy, man, whom she had ever had sex with. By sucked off, I mean she drained each and every cock out of all the cum. She had moved her body around. It was now on her stomach with her legs stretched out towards Jake. He wasted no time unfastening her jeans and removing them along with her panties. Jake pushed his face between her butt cheeks and started eating her ass and pussy like a hungry wolf. My wife eventually stopped sucking my cock and climbed on top of me. She grabbed my cock and pulled it into her in one fell swoop. She leaned forward and plastered herself against my torso. The smell of sex and sweat, along with the sounds of three people having sex, was absolutely intoxicating. Jake had adjusted his position and was ramming his tongue in and out of my wife's ass. The distracting part for me was not knowing a guy was tonguing my wife's ass while my cock was in her pussy. It was the fact that Jake's full beard was brushing back and forth on my balls. Apparently, either he did not know 
or didn't care. Heck, I didn't care either. After a period of time, Jake began to move up and behind my wife. My wife sensed what was going to happen next. She asked me in a whisper, are you okay with this? I said yes. She responded with a groan and then told me to say it out loud. I replied yes in a clear voice. That was not what she wanted, shifting her face to be directly in front of me. She said, tell Jake what you want him to do. I heard my voice say, fuck her up the ass. Jake pushed forward an instant later. Other than a quick gasp of the only reaction from my wife was that her body felt heavier on me and I was moving back and forth with stronger motions. I asked if she was okay. She whispered in my ear again to let me know she was fine. She said, Jake is not as big as you. Even with all that going on, I put a tidbit of my memory bank. Since neither of us had seen Jake's cock tonight, nor has she touched it, exactly how did she know the size of his dick? It didn't take long for Jake to start moving back and forth faster and more forcefully. I could see that he had a hand on each of my wife's ass cheeks, and I felt the increase in pressure as he was pushing down hard. My wife had not tensed up or offered any complaint, which simply verified her statement that he was not overly endowed. About a dozen or so hard thrust, he gave out a moan, slowed down, then rolled off to one side. I had been so absorbed in what was happening that only then did I realize at some point in the action he'd ejaculated and my cock was still inside my wife's pussy. Jake and I got up dressed and as I was leaving to drive him home, my wife told me to hurry back, saying she needed me to finish what Jake had started. During the short drive to Jake's home, I barely heard anything he said other than thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I owe you over and over and over again. My mind was focused on my wife's words. What had Jake not finished? While I was gone, my wife checked on all the kids in their upstairs bedrooms and gone back into the basement. She was waiting for me lying on the edge of the bed with her feet on the floor, legs spread out in perfect V. She reached up, grabbed my head with both hands, and smashed my face into her pussy. The only thing that kept me from passing out from lack of oxygen over the next 20 minutes or so was the ability to tilt my head from one side just enough to get a gasp of air through one nostril. When she was ready, she released her hold on my head and in a choked voice told me to pull my dick out and stick it in her ass. Her favorite position for anal was me facing her, legs on my shoulders, so she could grind up against my pelvic bone. I learned long ago just to stay still and let her take over all the movement. I said, let me get some lubricant, which elicited a hearty laugh from her. She told me even though Jake had an early teenage boy-sized dick, he was a reservoir for semen. Between the saliva he had used to enter her earlier and the gallon of cum he deposited when he came, lubricant was the last thing she needed. No man had ever been 100% sure when his female partner has an orgasm, but based on the seven or eight tight contractions of her asshole and the spasming of her body, I'm pretty sure she came. She used her hand to make sure my cum was mixed with Jake's in her butt before we called it a night. So how did that conversation go with Jake? It was like, hey, you want to come over and watch porn with me and my wife? <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm kind of missing here. What was the conversation before and how you got him into your house to do this? And ladies and gentlemen, if you were in the car with your friend and they looked over at you and said, hey, you want to come over and watch me and my wife or watch some porn with my wife, would you? And put it on loop. Would you? Would you like the fact as his dick is deep inside her, he looked at you and said, fuck my wife. Hmm. Would you be willing to explore somebody with you knew it, you knew or worked with? Or is that too close to home? If you trusted the person completely, could you let them play with your partner? 
And would eventually you bring your partner into it? Or would you leave it just a threesome? That's a good question, huh? Did he ever go back and eventually did they work in his life? Or was she one of those women that, you know, you know, just didn't explore that was unable to let go to her desires or inhibitions? We're out there. I'm not one of them. Are you? Dear Nikki, I'm 52. My wife is 47. I'm an average guy, 6'1", 225 pounds, muscular, with a small gut and bald, so I keep my head shaved. My cock is 7 inches in average thickness. My wife is a pretty brunette with nice thick ass and a small butt, but still firm breast. She has big brown doe eyes and a perfect smile. Other than worry lines on her forehead and around her eyes, she doesn't look much different than when we met 35 years ago. As of six years ago, we never got into swinging or strip joints or anything crazy sexually. We never cheat or done anything outside of our marriage. When I was 46 and she was 41, we went to a beach that was clothing optional. We didn't plan on it. We were on vacation and went to the beach early, set up, and before we knew it, we were surrounded by nude guys. I asked a guy about it and he said the beach was clothing optional where we were. He said back towards the entrance was the regular beach. We talked about moving, but decided to say. We had fun. We kept our clothes on, but we had a fun people watching. She saw more dicks than she's ever seen in her life, and I saw more old lady boobs and pussy than I'd ever want to. Afternoon, though, a younger woman showed up, and I saw some really nice-looking girls, which my wife teased me about. We had so much fun, we went back a few weeks later, and again the next week, and my wife got brave and she went topless. She was so nervous, but soon realized that no one cared. I said, okay, and stripped. She joined me. It was fine. It was just nude people, but every so often people wearing clothes would walk by and get an eyeful. We both got used to it and enjoyed the freedom of being nude. Next time we went, a nice black couple sat up next to us. It was crowded and they asked if we minded. We didn't. We were hesitant to get naked, but then they did, so we joined them. They were our age group, and he was an average guy with a big dick. She was a thin woman with perky tits and a really nice shaved pussy that I struggled not to stare at. I caught my wife staring at his dick, though, and he also noticed. We spent the day chatting and being friendly. They invited us to their place to grill and have drinks. Long story short, we fucked that night, and many since. There was no jealousy, no anger. We seemed to follow their lead, and all of a sudden, we were all naked again. And this time, we were flirty, and his wife flat out asking my wife what she thought of her husband's cock, and encouraging her to feel it, stroke it, and to get it hard. I was so into it, and before I knew it, my wife was sucking his dick. His wife was sucking mine. Then we ate the girls out and we ended up having the time of our lives with these experienced swingers. We spent the night and ended up fucking each other's spouses. The next morning, we were feeling so awkward, but they seemed to know and were very nice. We chatted, and before you know it, the four of us were in bed, and I was watching my wife have lesbian sex, seeing her come harder than she's ever had, and then I watched him fuck her while his wife used her mouth to make me come. We've become close, and we've gotten together now for years. There are swinger friends we fuck. They've tried to get us to expand our swinger life, but so far we just play with them, and we still really enjoy it. Of course, you never know. Jeremy.
Wow. Talk about going to the wrong beach and it leading to this. You never know in life where things are going to lead you. A simple hello on a phone call can lead to meeting someone that you connect with. I know over the years that I've connected with a lot of people. I've gotten a lot of dates off of wrong phone numbers, by the way. (laughs) I can't imagine why, right? Um, But could you imagine going to the wrong beach and then, you know, weeks later, you're swapping with a couple and you're exploring them and they're exploring you. And say you just have that one couple you play with and that's okay. I mean, this is perfect here. That works for them. And, and maybe they don't want to fuck anybody else, but I could see them going to maybe a club and watching other people fuck and, you know, and exploring that side of it, but maybe only wanting to play with them. But I could be completely wrong. They could only just, they could eventually step over that out of that box a little further and explore other people. They could really become involved. What I'm saying here is just because you want to share with one person doesn't mean you have to share with everybody. It doesn't mean you have to get fully into the lifestyle. As I've said before, even just going to a bar and say, you know, how you would like to watch your wife suck that dick and tell her and describe it into detail, or she tell you, or how she would watch, you know, want you to watch you fuck this woman or have her, you know, explain how she wants to eat this woman's pussy and just going into great detail. And that that's as far as it goes. That's what works for you. And right here, that's what matters. That's what matters, what works for you guys. But if it happens, you know what to do. Dear Nikki, me and my sweet younger wife are keeping to ourselves during the pandemic and hardly having contact with others except at a distance or when necessary to go to the market, laundromat, etc. So when we have a female neighbor who's around the same age as my wife, from some conversation last year and other signs and things we believe she's a lesbian or maybe bi. Anyway, our short interactions have been friendly and very low-level flirty. So last week, one evening, my wife went to have a shower and I was cleaning up after a day of painting the spare room that faces the neighbor Kara's place. There's no curtains on the window because I'm painting. You can see where I'm going with this, I guess. After she showered, my wife put on her little fancy lace panties and filmy little robe. She came in to see what I was doing and to tell me to knock off the work for the night. One thing led to another and my wife was on the floor with on a bunch of drop cloths I'd bundled into a cushion so she could blow me. My wife opened my coveralls and pushed my shorts under my balls so she could give them a good looking. While she's sucking my scrotum, I glance out to see Kara in the courtyard just settling in her folding chair with a magazine. I was holding my wife's head against my groin and humping her face when I took her by her shoulders and pulled her up to kiss her passionately. Now my wife's standing in just her panties with her back to the window. I'm kissing her and holding her waist with one hand and rubbing and fondling her ass cheeks with the other, hoping that Kara will catch a glimpse of my wife's perky little ass and great long legs can't really say if she did or didn't notice us across the courtyard and through the window, but the thought of being seen got me really excited. We've been into semi-public sex where we've been seen by strangers in the past, but never with somebody we knew. I think my wife would be turned on by it too. So after a little more kissing and stuff, I tell my wife to suck me, and she again is on the cushion with my dick in her mouth, her head bobbing all the way up and down my eight-inch veiny dick. 
I mostly had my eyes closed and was thinking how hot it would be if the neighbor did happen to glance over and see my wife's motions and could see that my shy wife was practically nude and giving me a blowjob. I didn't tell my wife that Kara was outside, but I did say stuff like, put on a good show for everyone, baby. Maybe Kara would like to see what a good cocksucker you are and shit like that. She loves exhibitionism and actually sucked me off more than once in my truck while people walked past and some definitely saw. She likes random people to know what a slutty whore she is. So it didn't take long to come in her mouth and then pull her up for some more kissing. And I took her right away to our bedroom where I could lay her down and return the favor and eat her out and suck her sensitive clit, which was swollen up like a tiny dick. While I was eating her out, I was telling her that everyone knows what a slut she is now and how all the neighbors must have seen her sucking my big hairy balls. She's unaware that a tiny bit of what I'm saying is true. She figures it's just dirty talk to get her excited and it's having the right effect. When I go down on her, she's soaked and I'm feasting on her sweet nectar till she has a nice climax, pulls my face into hers for a moment. I can't breathe, but I don't care. Curious to see if there's any reaction next time. I'm outside gardening and run into Kara. I want to see if she makes any remarks about me and my wife were doing and if she saw anything. I also wonder if maybe sometime there's a friendly bi and lesbian threesome for us in the future. Clark. Well, hello, Clark. <laughs> I think you're the only one that signed it this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you were the neighbor, ladies and gentlemen, would you fess up that you saw? Or would you keep it, you know, hidden away? If it didn't, like, uh, give a indication that they're open for you to join. Would you not say anything? So that way, maybe you could get a better glimpse. Maybe they would perform a little naughtier for you. At what point would you say, hey, you know, I can see in your window. What, I mean, what point? What point and what would you say? Would you say it like that? Or would you say, you know, it looks like you had a lot of fun last night. Thanks for the show. It really helped put me over the edge. Or would you say, God, your wife has great lips. I bet she could suck me dry. Or, in this case, she was bi or lesbian. I would love to feel those lips wrapped around my clit. What do you think? Do you think... Do you, I want to know if they hooked up. And I want to know how that happened. That's kind of what I want to know. But the question is for you. Would you fess up that you saw? Would you keep it mum? Or would you see if they'd put on more of a performance and better and even hotter for you and then find a way to uh, join in? Hmm. I really want to know. Dear Nikki, back in the day, I used to get around quite a bit, so I had a hard time remembering faces. Long story short, one fine day, I decided to browse my old disused phone and came across a few old hookups still stored in the contacts. I started messaging this one girl, I call her Anna, and less than a dozen convincing texts, Anna agreed to me coming over. I turned up at her apartment and a stranger greeted me at the door. It was Anna, but I didn't remember her face at all. I acted like I knew her and we ended up fucking anyway. After the first session, we were lounging in the living room when her flatmate arrived home. It all made sense as soon as I saw her. I'll call her flatmate Mandy. Two years earlier, I met Anna and her friends at a club. 
I was hitting on Anna, but she had to leave early, so she gave me her number instead. I stayed on at the club and ended up fucking her friend Mandy at my place. Flash forward two years, and I'm now at their apartment fucking the girl I initially wanted, Anna, thinking she was Mandy when we were messaging just hours before. Mandy and I immediately recognized each other, but we didn't show it. I didn't think Anna knew we'd fucked, and it was better that way. Anna took me back to her room, and we fucked through that night until around 9 a.m. the next morning. She was late to work, and I needed the rest. Chris. <laughs> well, I I guess it comes around if it's meant to be, maybe. Is that the rule we're going with here? That, you know, it, is it serendipitous, maybe, we're going with? Hmm... That's interesting. So you eventually did get to fuck the girl you wanted to fuck, but you also now fuck the roommate. And she didn't know that you guys had wanted, that you did hook up. Wow, that's, kudos to you (laughs) for pulling all this off, because I don't know if I would. Gentlemen, do we have, and ladies, I guess, do we have a book, book? that we keep around and go, Oh yeah, I remember him. And, you know, do we do that? Do we, we need that one thing that that person would give us? Do we call them up? Even if it's been two years now, have you, have you ever had a mishap that it's kind of funny that turns into you getting lucky that I would like to hear. I'd like to hear something funny that actually works out. If you have them, you know where to send them. Dear Nikki, My sugar daddy left his door unlocked as he was already on a call. Took off my jacket and shoes. I pulled my tits out, quietly walked over to him, got on my knees, pulling on my nipples and getting them hard. He was on his laptop for the call, but it wasn't a video chat. So he pulled my nipple and I tried not to make any sound. He put them in his mouth and quietly sucked onto them. He went back to talking, grabbing my tits again and I got between his legs and took his cock out. It was rock hard. I slowly licked it, wanting to swallow it so bad, putting his balls inside my mouth and sucking, slowly and gently stroking him. He put the call on mute for a minute while I slammed his cock down my throat, telling him he missed his little slut, took his cock out and slapped it on my face and tongue, and slammed it back in my mouth took the call back off mute and covered my mouth while he was talking and started pulling on my nipples hard, trying not to make a noise, but I was breathing super loud. He grabbed my hair and forced my mouth back on his cock, pulling my head up and down on his cock. He put the call back on mute, stood me up, pulled my pants down, bent me over the ottoman, and shoved his cock inside my wet, tight pussy. He was so thick that I had to throw my head back and told him to go slow. He didn't listen as he began to fuck me fast and faster until he came and filled my pussy up with cum. He told me to clean up. I quickly took a shower, touched my swollen pussy, felt his cum dripping out and down my thigh. I was drying myself off as I heard him wrap up his call. I laid on his bed naked. He came in and told me he has never done that before. I needed to do it more often. He got on top of me, kissing my breast and working my way down to my sensitive pussy, his tongue licking my clit and telling me that he was sorry he fucked me hard. 
He came up to kiss me and gave me some of my spit. He went back down and took my pussy and ate me out, making me really wet. He came back up and kissed me again. I could taste his cum and mine. Still licking my pussy, I reached my pink and wanted him to fuck me. I turned over so my ass was right in front of his face, telling me to fuck me again. He slapped his cock on my ass and teasing my clit with his head and slowly rubbed it until I was pushing my ass up and literally begging him to fuck me. He slowly went inside my pussy, pushed my head into the pillow as he began to fuck me slow and deep, then deeper as his balls touched my clit. He felt so good and I was about to come. I reached down to my clit and started rubbing it, telling him I was close and I wanted to come on his dick. I kept telling him to fuck me harder, but he didn't. Slow and deep until I felt my legs start to tense up where he grabbed my hips and shoved himself into me so deep that I screamed into the pillow. I came so hard, he kept fucking me until I came again and again. I kept rubbing my clit as I wanted to come with him. He filled me up with his cum, and it felt so fucking good. Thirty minutes later, he had another call. I laid there for a bit, then he called me, telling me to come suck his cock again. I got up, went to suck his cock again, like a good girl. Jenna. Yes, Jenna, you are a very, very good girl, because that's what I would have done been on my knees, having him in my mouth. Ladies, have you ever done this with your gentlemen? Gentlemen, have you ever done this with your ladies? Or, you know, anybody other on the outside of the box? Boyfriend, significant other? Go on now. I think this is the sexiest thing to do. Sucking your person, your partner, your lover out making them come, seeing if they can concentrate. But I like what he did here. He took over. I'm just wondering if the one I'm thinking about would like something like this. Hmm. Maybe he'll let me know. I think this is a wonderful place to stop. I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember, if you have any confessions, erotic or otherwise, you can send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com. You can also do it anonymously through the website at DearNikkiNikkiY.com under the Confessions tab. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter for really bad dad jokes and a sexy thought of the day at DNikkiNikkiY162. You can also find me as of right now on Full Swap Radio from 3 to 5 and then again at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you like the show, leave a positive review where you find your other favorite podcast. And in closing, you're laying there in your robe, slightly open, so I can see that very sexy chest. It makes me want to crawl up between those thighs, let my hand slip below that robe, and play with what's mine, slowly sucking, playing, tasting, enjoying. The thing is, would you let me? I really want to. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.